It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement vows that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of an ice-cold beer. So, uh, Deacon, I actually recently went and um, had a physical. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It, now, when you get a physical, do you like, are you like extra critical? I know when it, for years when I worked in the restaurant business, uh, like whenever I would go out, to a restaurant, I would like have a notepad with me and want to like critique everything that they were doing. So when you go see a physician, are you like, yo, take it easy on me, bro? Or are you like, I'm watching you, man? Well, um, I'm probably the exact opposite of how you were when you were at another restaurant. Um, I very much, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm healthy currently. And um, I think that people go out of their way to do a good job. I pray for you a lot. So that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I want to complain about like going to doctor's offices. But I will tell you, mostly when I get there, they wave my copay and immediately bring me into a room. How many times do you break HIPAA when you're in there talking to another doctor? Oh, zero, because we're basically, you know, talking about my health. It's a HIPAA-free environment. It's like, Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a HIPAA-free environment. But you don't talk about other patients. You're like, let me tell you about the Yelp review I got from this one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, no I, just, I just do that. I just record that and put that on the air. No, he's uh, like, hey, how are you doing and this and that. But he did order some blood work. Okay. You know what people love to ask me? Doc, I want full blood work. I want it all. And, 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 and I go, well, th- that doesn't exist. And yeah. like, and, um, I hey, want to know my platelet count. <laughs> I, I want everything. And I'm like, well, what is everything? What is full blood work? And, I'm, and I very much, you know, talk hypothetical sometimes. Like, well, you know everything. Check for every cancer. And I was like, well, that doesn't exist. Right. And some blood tests are unnecessary or, or dangerous. Everyone nowadays gets a, uh, a vitamin D level checked. Yeah. And you know what? If you live in the Northeast, just take... A thousand units of vitamin D during the summer, two thousand during the winter. We never need to check your levels and waste the finances of going. Oh, my levels are, my levels twenty seven and the normal is thirty. Ten years ago, the normal was twenty. Right. And so you know, uh, it's and part you of the know, now Medicare right? is only going to pay for it a certain amount of times. Like if you get it yes. checked too often, that vitamin D is a pain in the butt. You know. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I what I'm what I'm trying to remember is when I see people and I'm ordering blood work, which. People, there's, there's different levels. Some people want every single test all the time and they want to go over every little number. And with patient portals, they're actually able to see their numbers, which I'm, I'm fully comfortable with. We can talk through everything. Sometimes I'm going to go, hey, you're 0.01 higher and that means nothing. Sure. And sometimes I go, ooh, this is bad. Yeah. And those are the times where I go, hey, you got to trust me. This is bad. This is fine. This is a nothing. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, we're seeing... Uh, more and more, um, like with Medicare and other insurance providers, that they're asking patients to be more and more participative and more and more informed about their own health, right? Which I'm sure it's like, 
it's like the day that, that they started selling cars online. You know, and people would walk in and be like, I know everything about this car. I know how much I'm going to pay for it. I'm not paying a dime more. So don't, you can't get me. And it's like, I'm sure you run into some of that. We talked about Dr. Google before. and But it's also really a great component, you know, to have people that are more informed and more participative in their healthcare plan, their their overall vision of what good health looks like. There there are. And and I and I love that, you know, to get into discussions with people, sometimes time is an issue. And I'm I'm never trying to rush through a visit, but discussing every little lab test and the thought process behind every one is really difficult. I, I sure, you know, today I had someone where we got really into each test we ordered and the pros and cons and it was a great conversation. I was about a half an hour behind. Well I'm sure when you see somebody of certain like groupings or certain characteristics that there are certain tests. Like if if I walk in, you're probably uh, going to order a lipid panel. You're probably going to order an A1C. Like there's some things that you're going to look at because you're like, all right, I, I want to see what this guy's cholesterol is like. And maybe he's got a fatty liver. And, uh, and I also maybe get a thyroid test on him. And then uh, I want to see how he's rolling uh, with his, like dealing with insulin because I'm a bigger dude. Am I right in that thought process or no? Like, what, what would you, without knowing me, like I walk in, what's your first thought? Like, is there blood work that you're like, mm, this is like my... Yes, I, I honestly wouldn't make a decision without getting a full history. Okay. Right? Like, so just looking at you, I, would, I wouldn't make a, a full decision. For myself, um, I'm just getting a complete metabolic panel yep. and a cholesterol panel. In A1C, I thought about it, but I actually, uh, my fasting sugars have been normal so far, so I didn't get one. But I'll tell you, I haven't gotten the blood work yet. Huh. I need to find a time to do it. I haven't done it yet. I need to go get the blood work. And I'll tell you, when I was a young man, maybe like 18, I got some blood work done once, and I passed down. You know, uh, wifey has to be held every time when she goes for blood work. Really? Yeah. Mrs. She, Deacon has to be held? Mama Deacon is like... Maybe that's why she didn't get the blood work I ordered. Yeah, she will pass out. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm trying to realize that, you know, blood work, I probably ordered 10, 15 sets of blood work today. It's not benign. It takes time. It's someone not having breakfast, you know, and then waiting and the worries about the numbers. Well, and, you know, I know it's hard to believe... And most of the time we forget about it because it's so common, but it's an invasive procedure. It is. Right? We're taking a needle. Sure, it's a finer needle oftentimes, right? Like 21 or 23 gauge or whatever that looks like, right? But um, it almost sounds like the deacon has worked for a lab company uh, maybe before. Maybe he knows a little bit before. <laughs> <laughs> Still. Back in the day. Um, but and then it's going and then we're going to insert that into a vein which is oftentimes small and in a precarious area right like that antecubital area of the arm oh the dick is throwing out so good what what well i i, I sure do like that and you know blood work is something you absolutely need to get we need to monitor certain levels uh, depending on how healthy you are or what issues you have we need more or less but there is a um there was a young entrepreneur who thought uh that she could fix all of this building a better mousetrap we're building a better mousetrap so we want to tell the story about theranos what was her name uh not, elizabeth not, hughes not, not thanos not thanos not avengers endgame don't say anything 
What's Thanos? It was from he's the bad guy from Avengers Endgame. I have never seen. Oh, because you have little girls. I haven't seen an Avengers movie in my life. Oh, they're fantastic. But I will not see anything about the end because I once spoiled a movie, and uh, everyone got mad at me. Mm. I got like on a podcast. No, I spoiled the movie on the internet, like on a on a social media. Can we ruin a movie on a podcast? You could. We're not going to though. Okay. Dang it. But Thanos is the bad guy. And the Jesus movie ends. came. Uh, here, spoiler alert: Jesus came back. Jesus came back. So Elizabeth Holmes was this young entrepreneur. She was a college student at Stanford University, Cardinal, and um, she decided to drop out and build this business called yeah. Theranos. Theranos. Theranos comes from uh, the combination of two terms: therapy okay. and diagnosis. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when she was young, she got interviewed. and um, When she was they, young? I mean, she started this thing at like 19. Yeah, yeah. Right? When, when she was in high school, they interviewed her and said, uh, don't you want to be a, do you want to be the president of the United States? And she goes, no, I want to be a billionaire. I don't want, I want to be so rich that the president feels like he needs to marry me. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was a presumptuous because uh, our next president may be female. But at the time, I, I understand where she was coming from. Sure, sure, sure. And so... She had a company from Silicon Valley where she got all these people from Apple and she very much... So a bunch of VCs. Yeah. Oh, so she... Oh, that's right. If I remember right, she dropped out because she was not going to class and spending her time meeting with VCs and she was pretty sure this business was going to get off the ground and so... Yeah. uh, She decided, uh, why am I spending my money going to school? She loved Steve Jobs so much. She started wearing like the same kind of uniform and outfit he wore. Yeah. And I worry that, uh, um, and then there's also rumors that. Now she's going to be wearing a different uniform. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. That she changed her voice. Do you ever notice yourself changing your voice? I change my voice all the time. Like on purpose? Uh, I don't know if it's on purpose. They say her voice went like this. It was like a different voice. I don't know if it's on purpose, but I definitely have a, uh, like a phone voice. Yeah. Well, I wish I could change mine while we're singing because my singing voice is terrible. I think everybody does. So she came up with this company and the whole idea is that she thought she had a way to do it where all you needed was a single drop of blood. From like the the finger prick. A finger prick. (laughs) You remember Will Ferrell when he's at the doctor when he first meets his dad and he takes him and, and John Favreau's the doctor and he says, finger prick, finger prick. That sounds funny. He pricks his finger. He's like, ow! Well, they, yeah. they actually, the, the, the thought was a finger prick would absolutely be easier and less painful. Yeah. And actually, there was a little box that was made that was thought they could perform over 250 tests. No, no, no. Little Lil box. Little box. No, little box. Well, I'm not sure what you're talking about. It's like Lil John. Lil John's not Little John. It's okay. Lil. It's a Lil box. Well, it was named the Edison. Okay. And in it, the thought was you could put this in, and then there were some thoughts that initially patients could pick and choose what labs they would get based on what they wanted. What did, regardless initially, of the, the thought was blood. sure, sure, sure. Yes, and without a doctor's order, which one of the issues was. Um, and this company that had started in 2013 when she was 19 years old and she started this company was that it would take one one-hundredth to one one-thousandth the amount of blood to do a regular blood test. Then, then during a normal phlebotomy procedure. Then during a normal phlebotomy procedure. It was right. a black rectangular box. She believed she was changing the world. 
if I could change the world. So the tricky part is early on, it was hard to get a sense of. I mean, as you realize, you can't walk in and get a finger prick. Finger prick. And then find all your blood. No. She had this company go on from 2003 until 2018. 2013 until 2018. No. 2003, when she, she was 19 years old, is when she started the company. She was 19 yes. then? Yes. And then oh. all these people started giving her money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the DeVos family of the Secretary of uh, Education now gave $100 million. Uh, the ex Secretary of State was one of the uh, board members. And she was basically getting um, uh, money from all these different corporations and famous ex political type people. And you know what they say is she was a great storyteller. Yeah. Kind of like we are. That's right. But nobody's given us $100 million. But it was kind of like your boy from the Fire Festival, though, right? It was more like smoke and mirrors. They were projecting numbers that, like, up until... I read something that said up until, like, uh, at one point in the year, they were projecting they were going to take in $100 million in this one year when they knew there was absolutely no way they were going to take in that amount of money. But they had bought into... They had Costanza'd it, right? Like, they had bought into the lie. Yeah. If you believe it, it's not a lie. Well, it's interesting, because then Walgreens bought in. Oh. And Walgreens was starting to put Theranos in their different uh, stores. And you could go in and get this blood test, and they got a marketing company. And they were doing marketing. And then, you know, she was interviewed by, you know, Joe Biden and Bill Clinton and... um, all sorts of famous people that were very impressed um, by this uh, by this woman who was at the time very successful. So the tricky part is, how did people not realize this thing didn't work? Right. Basically, they said they could only do some of the people since have found out that it was only able to do a few tests. They said it would be you would get your lab results back within four hours. When they started putting them in Walgreens, they were like, hey, where did they get processed? They actually gone out of the way to buy regular lab chemistry sets from other companies. They were buying from Siemens and LabCorp and Quest equipment. And then you would come in and go, oh, it's just a regular uh, centrifuge. Yeah. And then they would just do a regular blood test. Yeah. And this continued to go on and on. And um, the question is, how do these things happen? Well, listen, some of the biggest frauds have been perpetrated. You know, there's... uh, So, I remember this one Seinfeld episode when Kenny Rogers Roasters moved in across the street. And Jerry's friend Seth was working there. And and Jerry was all excited that he got a job. But then there was a big red light from the Kenny Rogers Roasters that shined into Kramer's window. And Kramer complained. And... You know, Jerry was like, oh, that's not going to be good. And Kramer's like, I'm going to put them out of business and your friend's going to lose his job. So Jerry agreed to switch apartments with Kramer so his friend wouldn't lose his job. Well, then Kramer got hooked on the chicken. But he was now living in Jerry's place. And he couldn't let Jerry know he was hooked on the chicken because he didn't want the chicken to go anywhere. You know, he was more, because now he's hooked on the chicken. So, if, But now Jerry's living in the apartment with the big red menace, the sign that's shining in. It's just a, an incredible episode. And it wasn't until Jerry saw uh, Newman eating broccoli, like picking up broccoli at Kenny Rogers Roasters. And he made Newman eat the broccoli. And Newman was like, honey mustard stat. And he had to chase it down with honey mustard. And then he realized that Newman was perpetrating this fraud 
the whole time because he really loved the Kenny Rogers Roasters. I love that Kenny's Rogers, Kenny Rogers Roasters and Theranos uh, yeah. are mentioned in the same light. Elizabeth Holmes would be proud. She would. And there's a story in the Bible about Joseph, who's, you know, uh, Jacob's son, who's uh, Jacob wrestled with God, and then God changed his name to Israel. So anyway, Joseph was the one he loved the most. And, and, um, and so he gave Joseph this coat of many colors, and he, he sends Joseph out to, to, like, find his brothers and talk to them. And the brothers are like, yo, we can, like, um, kill him. And then, because they hated him, because he was dad's favorite, and they were like done with this dude. And so they were going to kill him. They planned to kill him. Then they ended up selling him. And then he gets up and he's like working for this Pharaoh Potiphar. And he walks in with his cloak on. And Potiphar's wife's like, Come to bed with me. And he's like, No. So she rips the cloak off of him and he runs out. And then she calls the servants. He's like, Look, he tried to be with me and he left his cloak behind when I screamed. And so, and it, it became this whole fraud. And, and later on, Joseph becomes a man with great power and there's a famine in the land and his brothers are coming looking for food and he comes to find out his dad finds out he's still alive when his dad thought he was dead this whole time. So there's, you know, and there's some blood involved in that because they killed a goat and rubbed it all over his coat and made it look like he Hmm. was eaten by an animal. So anyway, you know, between Kenny Rogers Roasters and Joseph, I think Elizabeth Holmes would be really proud well, yes, yes. And that's why as scientists, and some of the scientists for Theranos need to ask questions. You need to show us how things work. Because the Bible, great storytelling. Great storytelling, Elizabeth right? Holmes, great storytelling. Um, and if it wasn't Jerry for Seinfeld, those great, great storyteller. Story. But you know what? you got to show me that something works. You need to ask questions. It's amazing how long that this fraud was perpetuated. How they were able to control by the way they treated their employees and the secrecy that for this long they were able to generate that much money before it came out in the New York Times um, that this was fraud and that the machine did not work. Um, Elizabeth Holmes was worth $4.5 billion. Oh, I heard 7.5. Well, I think the company was. Oh, she the was company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, if you look up her net worth, it is a zero. Yeah. And uh, because I think something she would, the company would have to be sold for more than seven hundred and fifty million dollars for her to make a dime. You know, at this point, the company has uh, dissolved. That's right. And she has uh, obviously been taken uh, to court. And you know, at one point, she goes, "You know, I I know I've made mistakes." And the honest truth is, she has robbed. And stolen money from investors, oftentimes rich people, but she has stolen but a lot of money. But is it really robbing if she believed that it was going to work? So didn't she just make a big mistake? Couldn't she have backpedaled and started and just become another uh, company that uses uh, traditional phlebotomy? Methods? Well, she lied. She, she said it can be ready in four hours. It's only a ping prick. It already works for 250 tests. She then would have people give their blood. She would have the blood taken out process through another thing and not the Edison and bring the blood oh, samples back. Okay. She told Walgreens that they were going to put an Edison in each one. She did not and they were put just an Edison in any of them. Gotcha. She said it would be ready to work. She said it was being used um, over in Afghanistan with the military troops and it oh, was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lie, right? She basically fired people that questioned her. She also broke one of the rules. She should... Go ahead. She dated... Uh, the uh, like the other main vice president, oh. Sonny Balwani. 
And you know the phrase they say, uh, don't S-H-I. Uh, oh, yeah, don't crap where you eat. eat. Yeah, yeah. Crap and eat. so she broke rule number one, not only committing a bit of fraud. So, so the question is, obviously, if somebody had knocked someone over and robbed them, they would go to jail. Yeah. I don't think Elizabeth Holmes would go to jail. I think she might. You know what? I, you know where I think she should go? Where? Maury Povich. <laughs> Why Maury Povich? Are you serious? Maury Povich is better than anybody at this. You know, he pulls out the thing and he says, and you said that the Edison would, would, uh, would, 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 would process the test in four hours. And that was a lie. <laughs> and you said that you were going to put one in every Walgreens. That was a lie. Yeah. And when it comes to the case of Theranos, you are not the mother. And Sonny Balwani is not the father. That's right. You know where she'll probably end up, though? On an episode of Doc and the Deacon, and you'll be praying for her oh, like a holly, year from now. I love it. Right, like if she comes on our show, would you yeah, pray yeah. for her at the end? I would absolutely, because, you know, she made a mistake. She continued to lie. Yeah. So we would call that living in sin. Okay. So she lived in I would a call per- it being a perpetuated she, circle of sin. I would say she was a criminal. Okay. Well, remember. Who got so wrapped up in narcissistic, in her beliefs that I'm going to change the world without, in a loving way, much, uh, you know, scientific background for herself. Um, Maybe she just got caught. Maybe she was like, uh, what's that foreigner song? Hot-blooded, check in and see. Got a fever of 103. But the industry. Come on, baby, do you think you can dance? Hot-blooded, hot-blooded. Yeah, but if you are hot-blooded and we're worried to see, is it that you're thyroid is off or your white blood cell count is up, we would actually need to do a regular uh, a stick and we couldn't just take a finger stick. It would not give me enough information. It wouldn't tell you the temperature of my blood either. Does anybody ever measure the temperature of the blood? <laughs> I mean, we measure temperatures all the time. I mean, I remember when I was growing up, uh, uh, there was rectal temperatures that were checked way too many times. Oh, yeah. And when I started as an intern, I didn't realize that there was a... Uh, a rectal and oral temperature on the uh, on the floors. They came out of one room, and somebody's like, uh, "Did you just check that patient's temperature rectally?" And I was like, uh, "No, why?" And they're like, "You should pay attention to what the thermometer you are using." <laughs> and I will tell you though, unlike Elizabeth Holmes, I did go in and I told the truth. You I did told not this person, tell a lie. I told them that I had put. A rectal thermometer in their mouth. Well, you put something over top. But you yes. put a rectal thermometer in their mouth. One time. With a, with a, with a uh, thermometer condom As she it. said, I, I, I know I have made mistakes. <laughs> I, too, have made mistakes. <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. But you know what? In this world, we are putting people in jail for ridiculous things yeah. at times. And Elizabeth Holmes may not. And this person, whether or not she had good intentions... Lied and cheated and took a lot of money. But she also led us to an episode and a game. Oh, what's the game? The game is going to be, I am going to name a famous person. Oh, and it's they, going to be like, oh, 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 oh. It'll be like a religious game. Cardinal or not? No. Kind of. Yeah. It's going to be whether or not this person went to Stanford. The Cardinals. Or Princeton. Tigers. Yeah. Cardinal or Tiger. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they're... I think they're natural foes. Uh, Tigers are cats who eat birds. Cardinals are birds. Okay. But it's maybe... But the cardinal is somebody 
in a high office in, uh, in the clergy. And so they're like food too. Well, um, yes, they're, they're natural foes, as, as the deacon so elo- eloquently stated here. <laughs> so the first one, are you ready? All right, let's go. Uh, Elon Musk, Stanford or Princeton? Well, I'm thinking because he's West Coast, he went to Princeton. <laughs> you realize Princeton is in New Jersey. Oh, I'm going to stick with Princeton. Okay, Elon Musk went to Stanford. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Go ahead. Uh, Brooke Shields. I know she went to Princeton. Okay, okay, you are one out of two currently. There you go. I'll give, I'll give you an easy one. Okay. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Uh, I know that Eldrick went to Stanford. Okay, Michelle Obama. Oh, uh, I thought she went to the University of Illinois. Um, I'm going to say Princeton. Oh, correct. You're on a roll right now. You're on a roll. Are you ready for the next one? Okay. Um, Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow. Um... I'm going to say she's not classy enough for Princeton, so she went to Stanford. <laughs> oh, you know that's my wife's favorite. <laughs> uh, that was for you. So, Rachel Maddow, you are correct. Yeah. Uh, went to Stanford. Um, JFK, our president. Oh, JFK. Uh, I'm going to say Princeton. Okay, okay. And last one. Um, uh, my neighbor, Jill Shard. Your neighbor who? Jill Shard. Jill Shard. I know she went to Princeton. Okay. So, you know what? How many did I miss? I only missed one? Yeah, you did great. You did great. And I don't feel like you were focused on the first one. I I almost would give you 100%, but I can't because I tell the truth and I ask for data because I am a scientist. Evidence-based crap. You know it. But you know what? One thing that Elizabeth Holmes said was, first they think you're crazy, then they fight you, then you change the world. And I don't know that Doc and the Deacon did that, but when we came up with the idea of the podcast... They did think we were crazy. Yeah. Our wives only fought us a little bit. That's it. And we're not going to change the world. We're going to make a few people laugh. What's my boy? My boy Tupac says, uh, I may not change the world, but I promise I will spark the mind that does. Wow. He didn't go to Princeton or Stanford. Uh, he would have gone to Stanford. Because <laughs> he's West Coast? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I do want to give a, a thanks to the podcast, The Dropout. The Dropout. Uh, which, sure tells the story of Elizabeth Holmes. It does. You should check it out. It's yeah. an interesting uh, story. And it, it really is amazing because um, I think a lot of people would hear it and, and sympathize with her drive and be amazed at what she was able to accomplish, but then also look at it and be able to say, man, she, was really, she really missed the mark. Yeah, I'm. I'm so far. She missed the mark. Way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not that impressed by her at this point. Other than obviously she was a hard worker. But yeah, um, you know what? She didn't do it. Not just a hard worker. She was able to influence many, many people. She was. Many, many, she was from a very influential. Family. Many, many intelligent people who bought in without seeking out that same evidence yes. that we talked. So about. out there, seek evidence. Even if you think we're the best podcast in the world, listen to one or two others. Yeah. Then you can come back and, and, and make decisions. If we say something on here and we're wrong, look it up. Question us. We are okay taking questions. And you know what? People may think we're crazy. They may try to fight us. But we are still going to try to change the world. The doc is in. And the deacon speaks. Listen, I say the same thing about the Bible. You just don't have to, you don't have to believe just Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, or Peter. Or the dude, Stephen, who was stoned uh, to death for his belief in Jesus. You know, maybe that's not proof enough. Maybe you need more proof. 
Continue to research. Ask questions. I will. I'll ask about this Stephen guy who's never been mentioned before. Oh my gosh, he's in the Book of Acts. Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about Stephen. Well, hey, check out our YouTube channel, uh, Doc and the Deacon. Oh yeah, we're recording some little videos, some fun stuff, trying to, uh, to put out some more blogs on our website, docandthedeacon.com. We're also sharing through our Instagram, Doc and the Deacon, our Facebook, Doc and the Deacon, our Twitter, at Doc Deacon. Yeah, we had to throw it off a little bit. They were all Doc and the Deacon. You needed yeah. one that just didn't One that's like, at Doc Deacon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't want you to be able to find us. I'll find you. <laughs> hey, thanks for a wonderful producer, Tucker Butler. Thank you for the lovely lyrics by my boy, Franchise. Franchise, and thank you to our wives for your support. You only fought us a little bit. Yep. Uh, and thank you to Elizabeth Holmes. Uh, I hope you go from your black turtleneck to dressing in orange for a little while. And for us, we're going to drop out. Peace. Excellent brain trust to market and brand this That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments This show gon' be around for infinite years I think we can all agree on ice cold beers 100% authentic, you can't fake it Often imitated, but never duplicated So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in Now I'm coming to close it like a Raldis Chapman